Are you my podcast? 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 Uh, hi, Sarah Colonna. It's Mary Radzinski. Uh, I just finished watching Married at First Sight, and I need you to hold me. Is that possible? Uh, I um, I feel like I need you to hold me in back. If we can just big spoon, little spoon, and just like take turns doing that, that would be great. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think we should take turns, braid each other's hair, just like warm warm milk. I don't know what they used to do. Just something. But how the hell are you? I'm good. I'm having a cocktail. It's it's you know, normally yeah. I'm 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 good during the week, but tonight I needed one. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Not needed, but wanted. Well, one. I a was going to say deserved. <laughs> deserved possibly. Um and it's the week of, of of people coming in town on top of things and you're coming in town this I weekend mean, to come to my Christmas party. It's just a big week. It's exciting and Married at First Sight's just right smack in the middle of it with it's only the 15th day of marriage uh which shocked me when that popped up you at know, the beginning. It is funny cuz it's it's been a been a lengthy 15 days of marriage. I don't know how the, the couples are feeling at the well, actually, we do know how they're feeling, but <laughs> I I feel like I've I've changed in this 15 days. I'm not the same as the beginning. I I I was like, oh, I've probably gonna have to get my roots done every <laughs> other week. Yeah, yeah. Because they're just giving me gray hair. I'm Emily just goes on after party and just tells all the dish. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, um I cannot wait to talk to you though about the two friends because oh, I oh. even when Lauren said on after party that she felt that his response was a little out, a little out of pocket. Anyone that listen has been listening realizes I'm no bit Brennan fan at the moment. Okay. I yeah. don't know if he's gonna turn things around, but but I'll tell you what, I would have lost my shit on those two girls. It was like a fucking Saturday Night Live sketch it, with those wigs. It, with the fucking ju- wigs. And then the oh. tiny hands on the one girl's finger. I don't know. And I, and the vocal fry, which oh. I just, I can't. And I love, I'm, but I can't. I'm so glad you, because I, 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 I almost, I thought, I don't even know if I can keep watching this scene. It's making me so, it's so well, obnoxious. And that vocal fry and just, making zero i am concerned i mean who are you <laughs> what are you doing here i was like what is this a joke it felt like a joke i mean it really the the <laughs> wigs made it really really tough and you know i know that we we watch this show we're invested we talk about it for fucking hours but i literally you know we have to take notes once in a while i just have there's two main characters in that part in my notes there's green wig and pink wig because <laughs> i couldn't i know they have names they're lovely gals but i just i couldn't it was I, a lot the same i feel that it it seemed that maybe some drinks had flown uh, for yeah, for before or something because also the one when she the the green wig would go she she would be like I mean yeah what do you blah, blah, blah. she would like tear into him and then she'd be like God dude why are you getting so defensive <laughs> what and I'm like what what is happening oh, oh my god I like well, it yeah. was a lot of fun it was it, it was a lot of fun. The, the vocal fry and the wigs made it very, very fun for me. But to your point, it didn't look that fun for Brennan. And we're not <laughs> usually team Brennan, but we're team whoever really kind of deserves it in the moment. I, I, I'm surprised he didn't just just head off that, that, that balcony or roof, wherever the hell they were, down a yeah. fire escape, like something. I actually surprisingly thought he handled it well, considering how yeah. I, how uncomfortable I was watching it. But um, you know that we do talk about this for hours, so we do go over to Patreon when we're finished talking, and because we're not finished is yeah. what that means. So mm-hmm. we go your you know your hour plus here, and then we head over to Patreon. It's only seven dollars a month. You get bonus, exclusive bonus content, more thoughts, 
dig, dig, we dig deeper in. Well, that's not true. We are, we are, we dig deep the whole time, but you get it. And, um, well, it just means get... we've had more drinks before we get over <laughs> to Patreon. So the epiphanies start coming, you know, <laughs> and then, uh, and you also have Sunday episodes that are not married at first sight related. Just a couple of, just a couple of ladies chatting with you. So please join us if you can. It's super fun. Um, and if you're in Syracuse, New York, I hope to see you December 29th through the 31st at the Syracuse Funny Bone. December 29th is my birthday. The 31st is New Year's Eve. The 30th is just a fun day to go out. You got all kinds of options. Please come see me or see me in Spokane February 1st through the 3rd, sarahcolona.com. I have a bunch of other dates on there. Mary, I know you got a gig on the 29th on my birthday as well. Oh, I know. I wish I was going to be with you, but I am going to be doing a fun show at Soul Joel's, which it always, anyway, Soul Joel's. I, not everything's a joke, Mary. It's a great venue. I'll be there December 29th. Tickets at maryrodzinski.com. And then if you are in the Austin uh, area, I'll be at Cap City January 12th and 13th. Um, come see me if it works for you. Oh, oh, girl. Let's let's start in easy. Let's yes, start with please. Becca and Austin. Thank um, you. Thank you. Just just dip our toe in. There wasn't yeah. there wasn't a ton happening with them. Um, <sighs> no, I listen. I I liked I like I like them. You know, and that's where I'm. I'm already putting. It's like when you're just trying to protect your heart. I like them. <laughs> But I'm. I think that because of that, I'm going to get hurt. Um, there wasn't a whole lot tonight that would lead me to think that per se. But I'm getting a feeling. I mean, it was well, Becca's birthday. That was nice. Yeah, that was nice. And there, well, the conversation with her friends was interesting because she said that Austin's good at communication, and I thought, is he? <laughs> yeah. I but mean, maybe there's a lot of communication off camera that we're not seeing because she's been frustrated with him not opening up more and about deeper stuff. Um, but she made it seem like he kind of says, I don't want to do that right now, but he does come back to it later. And so maybe we're just not seeing when he comes back to it. I guess that, I mean, I was thinking he is good at communicating again about what is it about? Tacos, chips and salsa, or yeah, chips and salsa. Yeah, not taco. But you know, he he's a he's a he's a fun time. You know, but it's the deep stuff that I think is is posing the problem. Um, I really liked when they met up with Becca's friends on her birthday, and the one friend was just like, "All right, let's just get to it," and asked about their sex life and asked if they're quote getting it in on the reg. And I thought, you know what, there's always one of those friends and I happen to be that friend in my friend group. And it just warmed my heart. And <laughs> I like when people are raw and real. I do too. I like just bring out the question. The answer is no, mm -hmm. obviously. Yep. And um there was a lot of talk about his him want he wants to take it slow. And again, listen, I get it. Everyone has a different opinion on <laughs> sex and when they want to do it. Mm -hmm. I, does it always confuse me a little when someone like Becca is ready to go and she's beautiful and fun and they seem to have good chemistry and he won't uh, dip it in? Yeah. You know, it confuses me a little, but I, I can't, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know his uh, stance on sex before. And all the, you know, all these different, and I was gonna say before marriage, they're married, but I understand. I get it. I just, but Do I you? also don't know, no. but I, but I we have don't. to understand that I we just, because I, you know, uh, what do I do? I hand myself out. Is that what Orion would say? I used to hand myself. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Orion. Yeah. I would yeah. just hand myself out. I um, hand myself out. I spread myself out. That's what I do. <laughs> uh -huh. I mean, I'm hot. Hey, Sarah, they're making out. They're making out. They're ma making out, which sounds- A lot of making out. Your favorite thing. It's my well, favorite thing. It was funny because after they, when she, when he went away and the friends were talking to him and she just said, basically, look, I, um, 
I'm ready for it, but I'm following his lead and he's just got it a different pace than I am, blah, blah, blah. But hopefully it happens soon. And then it, it, that scene ended with a song and it was like, it's been too long. Yeah, it's been too long. Been too long. Oh. Been too long. And I thought, poor girl. <laughs> poor honey. It makes me glad to know that whoever's choosing these, these uh, songs has a sense of humor. You know, it's, I mean, because they really are perfect and there's not, not, I think you've made people start listening to the lyrics. I don't think before that many people were, but they're having fun with it. They are. I know last week I didn't mention the Lauren and Orion song until Patreon. So any of those, uh, any of you that weren't there, I did get to it. Um, I really tried to be my best for you. Um, I'm never going to be able to get that one out of my head. No. Oh, no, nor am I. And uh, <laughs> thank you, question mark. <laughs> it's, it's just, uh, it's fun. I, and then I'm, I make fun of them to, uh, back in Austin because they're not mature when they joke around with stuff. But when, right before the, the housewarming and they're getting things ready and she asked him if he wants to cut the cheese, neither one of them laughed. And I'm like, come on. I thought you guys were supposed to be fun. <laughs> You're like this one. You guys set yourselves up for that one, and you missed yeah. it. Of all people, they missed that joke. Um, right? Yeah, they seem to have a fun time with their friends coming over. I, I mean, both in the beginning and both at and at the housewarming party. All we hear about the religion situation a lot with them, which yeah. I find means it's a it's a very big deal that we must be, and maybe that's part of his. Um. You know, ah. his sexual thing too is like he. It might be. I never linked those two things with yeah. him for some for some reason that didn't cross my mind. Not huh. saying that he won't because of her religion, but because of maybe his beliefs. Well, maybe right. he's got a different right. But yeah. I don't. Um, I I find it alarming mm-hmm. that it's a constant topic because I don't understand how that doesn't get fully covered and vetted. Before with the experts, yeah, you know, I agree with you. I don't understand. It's well, again, especially if if it's going to be a deal breaker. I mean, clearly for her. Well, I like the one thing she. Okay, so to your point about the experts, yeah, they dropped the ball again, Sarah. They they. But how do, how does that not? How does that not come up? I mean, why is that a problem? Why are we on the, I mean, another episode talking about it? It's because the experts. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think it comes. I think it comes up, but I, either they're not forthright coming about it, or and I. I would just and this is all just a guess, okay, based on what we're seeing. So I don't have any authority here, and I'm just making shit up because my name is on the podcast and I can't. True, it's what we do. Um, yeah, and I feel. In my opinion, Becca would have probably been really honest about how she feels about religion because it seems to be a very big deal to her how she's treated due to her, you know. And I think if anyone wasn't overly clear, it probably was Austin. Mm -hmm. And now that we're seeing the repercussions of it. That's my guess. I think that's a really good guess because that makes a lot of sense to me. Becca's very clear about how she feels about everything. And I can't imagine she would have held back with that conversation with the experts. No. So no. I think you're right. I thought it was interesting when she was talking to his friend and his friend said, I honestly haven't, I've been friends with him for, I think he said 15 years or 14 years. And he said, religion has rarely come up. He said he's atheist and he and Austin never have really talked about it. And this is the first time he's heard a bunch of religion talk from Austin was since they got married. Now to that point, it's a bigger deal probably for use for people specifically, if they're thinking about how they're going to raise their children and whatnot. So maybe it's not as big of a deal when it's a friendship. Right. And you have differing views. Right. But so I can understand why it would be a bigger deal to, with the person you're married to if it means that much to you. But I did think that was kind of interesting to hear. I thought so too. I mean, again, is it is coming up 
to your point, because they're married, because maybe kids and sex and things that someone who is religious, you know, would think about those things. But in again, this is me again, throwing shit at the wall. But if he's with religion, you know, there's, there's some rules and there's things that he's, you know, believed in and lived his life by, then why get married at first sight? If, (laughs) if this is, this is, you know, it seems like it could be a bit of a crapshoot with maybe with- they should have sent over um Emily's friends to say who are you and what are you doing here? Why are you here? Why? 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 <laughs> Why? Although this I'll tell you gonna, I mean listen, I sweet yeah. girls. I've had a few too many pops in me and probably had a really so I talked in circles myself. Um, but we're gonna have some fun with it. Sorry. That's yeah. just what we do. It's just it's uh, a fun. It's a fun voice. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Claire and Cameron, this episode, they're so confusing. I we've we <sighs> felt as if maybe they're actually the two that are, are are coming around. They're a slow burn. They definitely seem like they have a solid friendship. Um, but I but she gets so irritated with him. I am, oh. he's a little laid back for her for sure. I I I get that. And and that's just personality types, right? There's nobody in the wrong here. She is wants preparation and planned and this and that and he's like but the empanadas are going to be cold and then he was right and she admitted that he was right and I mean. um but I can relate because I am I'm definitely the type of person to be like, <laughs> why isn't everything done and ready? Why isn't every we have people coming over in six hours? Why isn't everything? So I But would you have left it up to another person? I don't think you would have. Um, I probably would not have. And if I had, I would have left it up to a person who I knew for sure right. would know exactly what to do to keep me from spiraling. Right. Now Please, yeah, you. exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're just getting to know each other. So, but I, it does. I mean, the whole episode was crazy. Obviously, with her, him revealing that his dad is on his deathbed and has no idea that he's on married at first sight, even though they flashed back and he did. He kind of he didn't. I don't know yeah. if he's did he say they knew, but yeah, or did he kind of gloss over it? Well, and just, he said, oh, he did. yeah, he said yeah, and yeah. I mean, it to. Uh, I would be like Claire sort of mentioned on after party. She was upset sort of seeing that it, it, I would have felt a little betrayed. It would have felt like a a blatant lie, you know, but in the same sense that might not have been the moment 20 minutes after you met to maybe get into that. So in his defense, maybe he just sort of rammed through it for the sake of another conversation, but then bring it up to her later, buddy. Yeah. It you know. did feel like he rammed through it and just went, anyways, uh, sure, yeah, mm-hmm. but the plan is, and then talked about having a wedding in Australia, so how or, or New Zealand, but you're correct, he should have before this, and I understand Cameron's sense of humor, I feel. It's a very dry, so. Yeah, yeah. But, and I think that's why even was sitting around with all those, you know, they were joking that all her friends are therapists, and then the one- joked around was like, so how is your relationship with your dad? Not realizing he was actually going to answer it seriously and be like, well, oh, he doesn't know. Not great. He's dying. And there's a time and a place. So I do understand Claire feeling the the rug pulled out from under her a little bit on that or a lot bit on that one. And I thought it was an awkward thing for him to do. It was so... (laughs) So awkward. I almost can't even talk. See, I've always, this is where, not that I disagree. I think he has a quirky, dry sense of humor, but this was the first, this was where I was like, where did, what happened to your sense of humor? Like, obviously her friend, a therapist was making a joke like, so how's your relationship with your dad? And then with him just to go like, well, you know, go where he went. But then he he never backed off. Like no. he never he never like even in Claire's like oh geez uh, really sorry gosh that's heavy you know blah what would he or you know and then the well what would you tell someone on their deathbed I mean it's like he went so hard that it went from it it was like he didn't 
he had the personality of someone who never had a sense of humor ever in their life. And so I was very confused. If I were Claire, I would have probably started just crying out of pure discomfort. I don't know. It was bizarre. It reminded me, I know I've mentioned this story before a long time ago, I think on Patreon, but it reminded me of playing Never Have I Never, Never Have I Ever with this girl years and years ago when we were all in our like mid-20s. And you know that game, you're supposed to be, never have I ever, uh, I don't know, had sex in the backseat of a car, like just dumb stuff. Yes. And everyone was laughing and we're having fun. And she goes, never have I ever had an abortion. And then she just (laughs) stared at all of us. And we were like, what? (laughs) What? Uh, Yeah. So other yeah, ways to just, get to know you, you know? Yeah, just really bringing the room down. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, that's what that's what I feel yes. that Cameron would do something. Me- me- never have I ever um committed manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, just yeah. 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 I and uh, I, I he he had a lot of he had some good he's charming when he's talking to her friends and when he's saying things about I never want to get married at first sight again, but I'm glad I did it this time. And uh, I don't know. He, he can be entertaining. I don't, yeah. I just think that for her, she felt she's worried that he doesn't trust her, but also then you hear him talk towards the end of the episode and he's saying that he doesn't necessarily feel any romance from her and he feels sort of at a standstill. So he thinks it's bumpy and he thinks, and I believe him when he says he has deeper feelings and he likes her and he talks about how she's the smartest woman he's ever been with. So, but then even after when they talked on the couch and, and she talked about the dad stuff, taking her by surprise, he just said, okay. And and he said, and then he said, well, she asked, so I told her and Okay. And that's, he said that a couple times on this show to her. Well, all you have to do is ask or something about her, his medals. And she's like, he's like, well, you never asked. Well, something you have to reveal. You don't usually walk up to, you you know, someone that you're getting to know and go, so is your dad healthy? Yeah, exactly. That's not on her. I mean, she had clearly asked about his family. I mean, I, whether we saw it or not, you know, she did. She's so family oriented herself. There's no way she didn't. And then even like you sit on the couch when she's like, yeah, you know, I didn't know he was sick. That's really heavy stuff. And then Cameron's like very sick and just staring at her. (laughs) And it's like, okay. I mean, this poor girl, like she's, I mean, number one, she's, she's uh, without question. Well, I don't know. The the few of the girls are, but like, she's very compassionate. She's an extremely compassionate person. And so it's not like she'd be hard to talk to, but he was talking to her like she'd never asked him a question about himself in his life. But it just like, yeah, very sick. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I mean, I was so uncomfortable. Could be dead any second, actually. Yeah, might gonna be right f- now. Yeah. Gonna leave my ringer on during this dinner just in case uh, when we're eating these cold fucking empanadas, my dad dies. Yeah, and, uh, it's now I'm never going to want to eat another cold empanada again, which I don't anyway, but especially when they called time of death on my dad, it's the last <laughs> time I'll be empanada-ing anyway. Well, be, uh, she felt, I think that with her, because she does, she does seem annoyed by his presence. <laughs> by by his breathing. Yeah. By his breathing a lot. She seems that she isn't. There's times when it feels that she's being hard on him. And then there's times like that where I go, okay, well, maybe he's, I don't know. They're so confusing. They're so confusing, Sarah. Actually, I like them both as as people. They seem like they're both nice people. I don't, I mean, I I say like, obviously, I don't know them personally. And so we just go off what we see. They seem, but- they're a weird match, I think, and I don't. I I think he definitely feels. I mean, he said it, so but that he's not getting anything from this. I mean, we even saw a preview where he says, "Do you see this working? Do you see this working?" So he seems to be. I think he's into her, and he doesn't think she's into him, and so he's just closed off. And then 
will pop off and say things that like that, like, well, you didn't ask, but yeah, my dad's dying. And you know what? My mom actually, she's been dead for 10 years. And I told you she was alive when I first met you, but she's not, you know why? Cause you should have yep. followed up with a question. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot you don't know because I've only given you half truths and uh, now I'm doing anything I can to get you to give a shit about me. So uh, I also have had several pets die. I don't know if you want to ask about those. <laughs> I liked when she went to the bike shop to see him, though. Like, those are those little moments where it's kind of like you're not, you know, like maybe it's not all bad. It's like he wears a lab jacket. She rolls up. He puts one on her. They have a nice time. She repairs a carbon fiber bike or I don't know. I mean, it seemed nice for a few minutes. She, She brought him half a sandwich. Half a sandwich because she ate the other half. Yeah. yeah. Um, for some reason, that really stuck out to me. I thought, well, did you bring him a sandwich or did you just not finish yours? Not finish yours. <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. But yeah, he obviously is very good at what he does, has degrees in it, is one of the few people, I believe he said, to do anyway. Yeah. He said it. You guys he heard it. it. We heard I'll it. I'll fuck it up. But even then, she basically says, but are you passionate about it? It, it? it almost feels as if she kind of does take these little digs, digs. sort of belittles him in certain ways. And I don't even think she means to, I think it's the therapist in her or something. Yeah. yeah. But I, I would be a little bit defensive of that. I would be, if somebody came and saw my business and then, and brought me their, the other half of their sandwich and then, um, <laughs> And so it probably had shit on it that he doesn't even like because it has the shit on it she likes. Yeah. I uh, I would probably be like, what, what do you mean am I passionate about it? I mean, just quit quizzing me and just just think that this is cool, like what I do yeah. and that yeah. I studied for it and that I'm doing it and that I have a successful business at it. I mean, he even talked about when he was talking to her friends and said why he did this at the time. And he said that he felt he was ready financially, emotionally. Um, sick of living with a, a girlfriend and her 15 family members is what he, he didn't say that. But. Well, yeah, that, and then also <laughs> somebody else's family members in America, you know, mm-hmm. it was time. Yeah. Just time to, time to do his own thing. But I, I felt that I do think he is, is in this and wants to be in this. I just think that he is another person who is feeling rejected and thus probably closing off and doing weird shit like he did tonight with the, with oh, the I mean, reveal that of his was, dad. Now, I, I agree. I think he's in this. I think he wants to be in Claire. I think that that would make him feel better. I think that it almost like the bike shop today, I think it, in my little brain, I was thinking like, they're like, okay, Claire's going to go over and see him at work today. So maybe he ran out and had that lab jacket made. You know, like I feel like yeah. he's, pu- he's pu- putting on all. The- is it pulling out all the stops? He's doing it all. He's just trying to get her to notice him. You know, and uh, it's not really working. But, it's not working. And you know. I do think at the end of the day, whether or not he's always going to be the kind of guy who just reveals um, devastating family news only <laughs> when someone asks and uh, around a, a kitchen table with their stupid anything but the cup party, which what the fuck is that? Um, uh, it makes me feel so like it's everything was dirty. Do you ever, you know, I'm sure it wasn't. You wash it, but I, I it just anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I can't just drink out of cups. Or the bottle. Or just the bottle. That's what I was hoping for. someone would show up and be like, well, I can't drink out of the cup, so I'm just drinking straight vodka tonight because that's what I would have done. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There, I don't. <laughs> that's how you sum them up. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that is that sums them up. I think, I think you've said it They're. I think they seem like genuinely like they're both really good people. They just do not seem like a match to me. And it goes back to like what this is where I want the experts to come in and I want a little insight and I want a, a little bit of what were you thinking where I just want to hear about the process with what put you these, put these two together. Yeah, because we hear it at the beginning when they go, oh, well, he's this and she's that. And I think they'll balance each other out. And now I want to go, well, now we've seen them for for two weeks interact. 
And everything that you said doesn't add up here, peps. Okay? It doesn't add up. I don't see the match here at all. (laughs) I see two people who will probably end up being buddies. um, Yeah. Yeah. Unless something big takes a turn. Yeah. I, I agree. And even her friends sort of call it like her, the the couple that was outside um, talking to him. And at mm-hmm. one point they said, like, you, you could tell Cameron has a lot of valid things to say. He's interested. But I wonder if he has basically something like the tools to save them, knowing who Claire is and how well of a communicator she is. I mean, you can't just wing them into a room together and hope that hope it works out. And that's what it feels like with them. And there's no fucking, I mean, I can't, well, I don't want to say there's no way, but it doesn't feel I good. mean, no, there's no way. These All two right. are, they're right. so friend zoned. They, I'm yeah. going to, in order to keep watching them, I'm probably going to have to microdose. And luckily <laughs> we have a wonderful sponsor, one of our favorites, Lumi Labs, Microdose, uh, you might not you might not know what microdosing is. You probably heard about it, but it's uh, all tons of people are doing it. Microdosing daily to feel healthier, to perform better. It's that just right feeling when your body and mind are at peace. Now, I I'm obsessed with these gummies. We have they did send them to us. I am almost out, so I am going to be uh, using our own code Same. to get some more. Mm-hmm. And I for me lately. I've told you different reasons they've been good for me, but for me lately, I've had, as I discussed on Patreon last week, I've had uh, some trouble sleeping, and now I take one of the the microdose gummies about an hour and a half before I go to sleep, and it has been helping me sleep. I was I was taking them more like evening, sort of early evening to chill, yeah, and this and now I'm finding they're really helping me sleep. I know that you enjoy these as well, Mary. No, I absolutely love them. And same thing, I'm. we must be on the same schedule, which is probably every day because I need to order more myself. I love how they make me just feel a little bit normal. I've been telling you, I've been super overwhelmed with different projects and different work and they just help me relax at night. I literally take half of one and it allows me just to be present and I'm not worrying about things from you know earlier today or worrying about what's going like coming down the pike tomorrow, I'm just in the moment and I love them. Yes, they're available nationwide. So if you want to learn more about microdosing THC, you can go to microdose, M-I-C-R-O-D-O-S-E.com and then use code MYPODCAST to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. So that's a really great deal, definitely for the holidays. I know that people are under a lot of stress or if you just like to, you know, have a nice feeling. Do it. Mm-hmm. Links can also be found in the show description. But that again, it's microdose.com. Code my podcast for 30% off your first order and free shipping. Um, let's talk about Lauren and Orion because I didn't microdose before we started. So Ugh. I don't want to talk about Brennan and Emily until yeah. no. last because mm-hmm. I know I'm just going to go nuts. And then we, and, and when we run out of time, we'll, I'll be able to carry on over on Patreon. Um, Lauren and Orion, obviously, we didn't, I mean, they're broken up. Uh, you know, we're down, we're down to three couples, which is, well, is that a first? I mean, it, honest, it must, it has to be, right? Because I know we've, we've, we usually, I mean, four feels light now that it's three. Yeah, I think it is. And that that's probably why they're like, can you guys just still keep coming around here and there um, and, and meeting with your friends? Because we, um, <laughs> we, we don't really a, have anyone. <laughs> we got some time to fill and we need, uh, I, I, I give Lauren so much credit. There's just so many things. I'm, first of all, obsessed with her sister-in-law. Just want um, to be friends with Lauren's sister-in-law. Her brother seems great too, but that sister-in-law, I just want her in my life. I want her as a life coach. I, I just want I want her to to tell me what I'm doing wrong, tell me who to kick the hell out of my life. I want I would just want to be friends with her. I know. I want her, I want her to be an expert at this point. Mm-hmm. Or I want her to do recon or something. I want yes. her, I want the experts to put them together. And then I want Lauren's sister-in-law to go meet. Uh, everyone individually and go back to the experts and go, you're fucking crazy. Those two <laughs> won't work out. Those two won't work out. Maybe those two, but 
I want you guys to go back in and do your homework because you you got it wrong. Yeah. And I feel like she would be the person to tell them. If it's not if you and I can't do it, then yeah. Lauren's sister in law, uh, we we would like her to. We nominate her. Yeah. All she'd have to be is like, try again, motherfuckers, because you you didn't get it this time. Um yeah, I I honestly just I feel the pain when Lauren talks and I just feel so sad that she has had to go through this because I think she would have been such a bright light in someone's life or, you know, she just, it, it just, it makes me very angry. Yeah. I felt that first of all, when they said it was too early for whiskey, I thought, no, it's not, not after what she's been through. Um, <laughs> It isn't. She deserves any whiskey at any moment that she wants because she talks about. She's so classy about it, right? She says, uh, "It wasn't my choice, but I support his decision." Um, she talks about her favorite form of def- of defense is humor, which same. Yeah. So I I totally understand that, and I think that also sort of explains even more so that moment in the hot tub that he couldn't let go of. I do yeah. think that 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 actually um not that we didn't kind of realize that at the beginning it was just a but that actually explained it even more to me so i i do i i thought it was really great how she said she she wanted to just feel all the uncomfortable feelings because she didn't want to be in in you know resentful and but she had, she has it she's like she feels pain she feels resentment. She's trying to take the lessons. And then on after party, when she she sees Orion talking to his friend and saying, well, I just had really good, you know, really strong feelings for her. So I'm not sure I'm ready to jump back into anything. And she said to Keisha, she said, well, that that's upsetting to see because if he had real feelings, why didn't he (laughs) give it a shot and try more? That doesn't even, it sounds like he's just, I think he's kind of, I don't know that he has any idea how he feels or he's completely full of shit. I don't know which one it is. I I honestly think it's almost one and the same. I think in a moment he is so whether it's to to come off a certain way or whether in that moment he's feeling a certain way, I think he just says what's in his head, but I don't think he truly he has not said his actions have not matched what he said even one time. And that I mean that's so to be on the receiving end of that is so horrible. And I'm not even talking about as a viewer. I'm talking about for Lauren. But to, <laughs> it's not to, great for us it's either. Not, it's not really great over here either. But it's you you don't know if you're coming or going with this guy. He's but I I uh, to your point, I don't know if he fucking knows. I really truly don't because he's telling his friend, yeah, you know, uh, all these things and you're like I can't imagine what it was like for Lauren to have to watch that and be like, would have been nice if I heard a little bit about that or you acted on those feelings. It doesn't match anything. So that's only going to add to her confusion. I just think he's full of shit. That's okay. I, know. I just got to my answer. He's full of shit. You did. And I, even when he said, well, I, you know, my mom and my sister are just disappointed for me that I didn't get what I wanted. Uh, what? No, that's not... I understand that's his parent. It's his family, right? Yeah. So his family obviously is going to have his back. And but, well, he did say his sister had told him that a couple, a few episodes ago that she had he had slut shamed Orion. I mean Lauren. So it's uh, they're honest with him, but they obviously haven't seen it. They're only hearing his end of it. I would imagine. Um, I mean, who knows how they feel? But just to say, oh, he didn't get what he wanted. I would be like, actually, you did get what you wanted. You you got what you supposedly asked for in yeah. a wife, and then and more you, probably you could not you could not get give a give an ounce of compassion or forgiveness to to pursue this. So I don't want him to even be on the show anymore because he's so confusing. I yeah. understand. Maybe we have that rumor that they've rematched Michael, um, and now I believe it for sure because. I can't imagine. Maff's fan had said that they rematch him with someone down the road. So I don't know when that's happening. I hopefully soon because I yeah. think um, they are uh, they obviously with only three couples left. They're probably like, can we? Who can we? Who can we <laughs> trade out? Yeah. yeah. And but 
And I'm not saying that I think Orion's like a bad person or anything. I just don't even, I don't want to see him talk in circles. And it was interesting actually. So in our group, uh, Are You My Podcasters, it's on Facebook, go join it and also follow Are You My Podcast on Instagram. Um, There were, because Orion was on last week and we discussed, or was it? Yeah. Yeah. Was Yeah, he was on last week, right? And we discussed that, oh, it was good to at least see him there. Um, I would have liked to have seen Lauren there, obviously, that week too, but um, maybe not in the, at the same time. But You'd have to get security if it were me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it was interesting because some people were like, uh, we. I said, oh, I give him credit for sort of facing the music and showing up on that after party. And then people were like, actually, I don't. I think he's just trying to make sure he can get his narrative out there and, and keep cleaning up his his own mess. And so there's that angle too, which is fair to, to well, assume that that's possible. And I didn't really think about it until I was reading it in our very, our very passionate group that we love. Well, you, you, I will, they bring a lot to, to my attention and make me rethink things too. But you had brought up, when was it when he, the, the whole thing about how, when he slut shamed Lauren at dinner and then it was the next episode or even the end of that episode when he then couldn't get over the the conversation that that started the whole thing between them in the first place was that so he could move the narrative so that he was a victim again or you know that he yeah. wasn't the bad yep. guy so in thinking about like what the people in the group were saying and stuff it makes sense that he is maybe a little bit more aware of how things are coming off and maybe is um you know, doing a little bit of damage control, which he he kind of acts in a way that you almost feel like he's naive, but maybe I don't think he is. Right. I. That's a good point. I can't tell. Sometimes it does seem it seems manipulative because I'm I've done I've said it a million times, but just the way he will go from not being forgiving and I can't get over this and, I, and let alone the flip-flopping. Yeah. But the, the other piece of that where he just is destroyed and heartbroken by her. But then when she walks in, he, how is the gym? <laughs> yeah. I, I just, yeah. I can't, he just taught the, he just talks as if mm. what's going on. I hope you're okay. And yeah. I just, I when they have sex. What would that look like? Yeah. How would that start? <laughs> Oh, the way it would make me mm. just, just scream bloody murder mm -hmm. at someone right in their face. So she's been to me full of restraint and yes, yes. I, whatever, I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm exhausted by, I, by him. I am too. The, the last thing he said to his friend or whatever, it said, I'm not on the market right now because there were a lot of genuine feelings for Lauren. All right. I guarantee if if somebody waltzed past that caught your interest, I mean, I think he says the right thing in the right moment. That's it. That is exactly it, Mary. He tries to, he he tries to say the right thing and he doesn't and like you said and we've said a million times, the cameras are always on. Yeah. We've already seen you flip-flop. We've seen all of the back and forth. We've seen you say, I forgive you. We've seen you say, I can't forgive you. We've seen you say it wasn't about sex. We've seen all of it. Right. So you just, just because you can have a nice demeanor later and go, gosh, golly gee, Willikers, I really <laughs> hope that things work out for that girl. Cause I just sure do like her, you know, God, that she, it doesn't make it better. She was tops in my book. And I just, <laughs> I really hope I wish her well. Ugh. I know. Okay, well, Brennan and Emily. I know. Speaking of, I know, I feel like I need to do some yoga quick to get into this, but no, I, I mean, where do you, where do you even start, Sarah? Well, uh, he decided to move in. Um, Real proud thank, of himself thank for that. Thank you. Thanks, Brennan, for doing what thank the you. fucking show said you're supposed to do. Which you, yeah, th yeah. Thanks for doing the entire uh point of the process. I, mm -hmm. again, I, I, unless somebody is like physically uncomfortable for, then don't do the show. In, then don't. Yeah. Do the but show. I mean, unless something, yeah. Unless something bad happens to oh, where it's like, oh, I can't be yeah. in a room. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Or okay. like, I can't be yeah. with that person. They scared me or they're violent or something sure. like that. 
then mm-hmm. there should a that just means you should be out anyway. Done. Show over. You're done. Bye. But unless it's something like that, there should be. I I I mean, the way I would be like you two motherfuckers get in there, move in together. Yeah, and we'll see in eight weeks. And otherwise, yes. you're out. Just I, I he's so. He's so proud of it. Oh, you know, I, but okay. He moved in with her. Um, Good job, Brennan. He was real judgy of all the things that she brought. And then he just also, she had to lug all that in herself. And like, she's got, and she's also bringing stuff for the family. And by family, I say in that moment, it's Emily and Brennan, because it's just Mark and I, but we always say it's family business. I'm doing this for the family. I'm going out and buying toilet paper for the family. Okay. Yeah. So Emily was bringing, as she shared on after party, things for the family. Okay. Cleaning supplies, cleaning supplies. You know, she likes to, she likes a clean bathroom, clean toilet. She's not even asking him for with help with anything. She just, she's bringing in, you know, things they need. Okay. And he's just standing there watching her. Yeah. And then he unzips a bag and looks at it and he goes, ugh, ugh, I can't. And just walks away. He goes, ugh, I brought like two things. Like, <sighs> okay, like what? Your, who cares? Your, your pocket pussy and your fucking mirror <laughs> that you high five every afternoon. Like, no thanks, Brennan. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, po- the pocket I- <laughs> pussy that he uses in the shower when he takes long showers to process. To process. Yeah. Process means come. Uh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Got him. Fun. No, but I, when they were talking about how he takes long showers to process, I just Mm -hmm. thought this guy couldn't be more of a pain in the ass. I know. I know. (laughs) Varsity. Just a varsity pain in the ass Mm -hmm. as a blue ribbon pussy, as you would say, (laughs) Mary. I... That's Mary's saying, and I just took it and ran with it because it's, it's our saying. It's our family saying. Okay, I can't. He's like he does that he, that clenched jaw sort of, <sighs> you know, all the time. Same thing he did when she was getting her head removed in um, with the you know the hair situation, where he was just like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I guess it just like if that happened to me, I just like brush it. It's like all right, I just. Mean- I just feel like it's all he takes digs too, and but they're just, and then he pretends that he's not. I, I, I I'm so annoyed by him at this point mm-hmm. that I can't even be fair because I can't even when they went wig shopping or and they got back and he put on the wig and he was doing doing the voice that doing the voice and trying and she was laughing along and I thought it's not even funny sucks like I couldn't even <laughs> enjoy I, it and. I, I think in a normal situation, I would have been like, oh, look at him being a good sport, but I'm just so done. I know. He's like, he's really, <laughs> he's really turned us off the way he, the way he claims that Emily did at some point or whatever. I feel I've friend zoned him very much, but yes, I just can't Ugh. get back. I can't get those loving feelings back. And when he was doing that, like, yeah, bro, yeah, dude, yeah, bro. It was almost like a Bill and Ted. That's an old reference, but it just didn't work. I was. It made me upset. It made me want to rip that wig off his head, <laughs> and then and then clean a toilet with it, and then put it back on his head. <laughs> That's. I know. He just. He. Well. He. What was it? She was talking about with her friend. Um, at the beginning, uh, she said that. Um, the wedding was amazing. They had a lot in common. She believes they're really aligned on values. I don't know what these values are that, that she keeps talking about, but she keeps talking about they're aligned on values. And then she says communication is hard for him. And she always felt like she was carrying the convo. Yeah, because he says one word answers to everything. <laughs> and then she said um, that he hates the camera. Yeah. You know what? You know what you do if you hate a camera? I know what you don't do. You don't sign up for a reality show. No. You just don't. Okay. I understand it can be more than you thought it was going to be. But I have zero doubt that A, you've been able to watch a season, maybe an episode or two before you signed up for it. Um, maybe did some Googling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And also you went through a really lengthy process. There's no, And I know they signed really long contracts, probably with all kinds of nonsense in them. Mm-hmm. So there's no way you didn't know. Right. 
Right. How this often? This isn't a surprise. No, it's not. Yeah, you didn't you didn't sign up to get married at first sight secretly and then they go surprise you're on camera the whole time <laughs> you know it's not <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. what are you doing like why I, are you complaining about it it's so annoying i just don't understand why so, and I, someone like him i mean from the from the beginning of this season everything we saw with him where he's like divorce is not an option <laughs> and it's just like so serious and and like and then this whole thing now that he's just anti-camera it's like dude who forced you to fuck who held a gun to your head to do this tv show this sounds crazy that you chose because it was a choice to do this and then you're I- literally taking it out on everyone else it's crazy. And the, and because Keisha brought up again with Emily, the whole on camera, off camera thing. Um, and, and Emily was saying she can't even say anything slightly negative or he just completely shuts it down. And she's yeah. like, I'm not trying to bring up negative stuff, but the point of the process is to talk about things that are happening. It's life. If I bring a, <laughs> yeah. And he just shuts it down. And 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 yeah, and to keep well, you know, and like I said, divorce is not an option. He said it again this season, this episode. Oh. Like so. So everything is on your terms again. So I'm finally decided to move in. I'm going to stand here with my dick in my hands while you pull all your suitcases up the stairs and I'm going to be judgmental about it. And then I'm going to say that divorce isn't an option. Yeah, it is an option. It's it's the option they offer you at the end of the eight weeks as they have for 17 seasons. And then the 34 years I've been watching this show and I could... I I need to take one of those gummies. <laughs> I know. I know. It's it's extremely it's extremely frustra- frustrating. I think that's I think you just hit something for me with him. He has this like weird sense of entitlement with this show and this process that I want to be like, you think you're the first fool who rolled up here and like you know, didn't like how things were going. It's like he's making his own rules and just, it's just, it's not a good look and I don't like it. It's not, uh, no matter how concerned he is about how he looks on camera, he's not doing himself any favors. Mm -hmm. I mean, even and I I don't, I'm not going to give him credit for moving in. I'm not going to give him credit for going shopping with her and, and, I'm trying to ball. This is the mall. Maybe I'll buy this place. It was like a song. They oh put, my God, they Sarah. Like they're not balling. <laughs> they're buying wigs and tiny hands. They're at a Halloween store or something. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a pop-up. So, <laughs> it's the first song that I think I've disagreed with with them. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Maybe somebody was out on a sig break and they put the wrong song on. <laughs> I think so. I, I could. I could definitely. They. There. There's no bawling happening when Brennan's involved. That's for Mm-mm. sure. Um, but I, I. I loved when he was like, "Oh, too much time apart is not good." Okay, thank you, Captain Obvious. That's. Yeah. That's what everyone's been telling you. Why you're supposed to move in in the first place? But. Um, <sighs> when her friends came over. First of all, she moved all that stuff along with her with her bad wrist. Um, he know, did see me. Like, see, she's, he, 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 she's like falling apart, and he's just standing there watching. It's like, I what is wrong know. with you? I mean, she's got like a fractured, well, not fractured, but she's down a paw, <laughs> and he's just like, and she's such a trooper. And I listen. We've had we've had our fair share of comments about her, and we we poke fun and stuff. But it's like mm-hmm. he is literally giving himself credit because he moved in, but for just standing there and watching her, and and I bet you allowing himself to be on camera. I bet you he didn't want to help her because he doesn't want to look stupid or foolish or you know. It's just coming off like this giant ego to me. Such a giant ego. I. There was a second where whenever all the friends came over, I thought, okay, maybe they're going to have a fun night. He he seemed like he was a little bit loosened up. But then <laughs> then Wiggate happened. Oh. And the three of them talking again. Now we started talking about this at the very beginning, but now we're going to dive into it. Mm-hmm. I I I do not <laughs> 
have any clue what those two girls were talking about. I do, but they were not being clear. Mm -mm. They were being confusing. And they started in on him right away. I do not, I will say, do not blame him for getting annoyed with them. Yes. He got less annoyed with them, in my opinion, from what we saw than I did sitting on my couch. (laughs) I mean, it really did. When you said SNL sketch, I mean, that's literally, with those wigs and the tiny hands and the fry, I mean, it was literally amazing. I, it, it's one of the funniest and most upsetting at the same time, not upsetting, like actually upsetting, but just, just what's happening kind of upsetting things I've seen on this show. It was definitely one of the funniest things I've seen on this show. I want to say even before they put the wigs on though, it was right away. Like one of the first things when they got into the kitchen, what Brennan says something like, yeah, I only brought two things. And her friend who, who eventually became pink wig was like, why'd you only bring two things? And I was like, Oh, it's already starting, (laughs) you know? And it was amazing. And then just some of the shit that she, she's like, she has some questions and she's like, what made you do this? And then when he said, well, something was missing from dating, he was missing a true partner. And then her one or the other friend goes, well, Emily's super supportive and she has a backbone. And she's like, and she's like, how are you going to be a backbone for Emily? You don't help her move. You aren't giving. I, I, they, well, okay. And then he put his dumb foot in his dumb mouth when he was said, well, if this was real life, I would be helping her. <gasps> that didn't make any yeah. sense. Well, okay, go I, ahead. What are you talking about? This is real life. So, and then that made me think, oh, he's not taking right. any of this seriously. He's That's, not. Because I thought that was a was dead real- giveaway. Right? Dead giveaway. Oh, totally. He basically just said, no, this, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what he does for a living. So he's not, he hasn't, re- so he's not trying to get exposure for his work or anything. So I don't know what he's doing on here. Just wants to make himself look like a, a bee bag. Yeah. Um, I love bee but bag. That was, that made no sense. Cause when, when and he said, this is real. I mean, of course their response is this is real life. Um, <laughs> but they were correct. Okay. Yes. So, because what is what do you mean? So if there weren't cameras there, you'd be helping her? If you're worried about how you look on camera, then you should be helping her move her bags on camera. I, I mean, nothing – he's more confusing than Orion at this point. Well, I think he's less confusing because I think he's speaking his, his truth. I think he literally – I don't even think he's – when he said this is – if this was real life, I would have helped her – I don't even think it was as much that he was saying, oh, like if the cameras weren't here, if it weren't a TV show, I'd, I'd help her. I think it's like, if he's like, oh, if I'm, this girl's my wife, like she's going to be my wife. I think he's already done. That's how I take it. I see what you're saying. So he's basically saying, yeah, if this was real life and I was going to stay anywhere with, with her, then I would have helped her. But instead I'm just going to stand here like an asshole because I'm done. Yeah. But. Well, they <laughs> that fucking conversation oh. about the oven and the platters. Oh my god, Sarah. I I've never wished so badly that I could just just beat myself with Chew a hammer glass. until I fall asleep. Yeah, just yeah. fall asleep. I just wanted to go to sleep. I it was so exhausting because she dude, it's like a partnership. And dude, I don't want to call you out, <laughs> but like <laughs> We didn't even help her pull stuff out of the oven. And then he goes, what do you mean? I did pull stuff out of the oven. And then we see, okay, but did you put it on platters? Like, yeah. Okay. Now we're platters. Yeah. Now we need, okay. If you're going to, if you're not helping the situation here, if you, they have valid points that he is not being helpful, that he is um, making it impossible to film as they said. And he obviously his back got up because, um, he knew that Emily must have said that to one of them. So I, but that isn't the things that they kept saying and digging around were just so confusing. And I, I just wish somebody would have stepped in and been like, listen, you're not making your points. 
Yeah. So just take off the little tiny hands, take off the wigs, <laughs> go inside, maybe take a nap, and let's let's not do this. I, I may, first of all, I want to know how many hours in they are at this point when they go out and have this conversation. They they did have a good point. They just used the shittiest example. They didn't know what they were saying. And what are I, I can't I don't know if it was Greenwig or Pinkwig, but one of them was like, there's a lot that goes on in the background. And why'd you decide to get married at first sight? And it's something about um so clearly it's now he knows Emily has said something. And that's kind of terrifying because then when Greenwig jumps in and she's like, you don't like filming, you've made it miserable to film. And then it's, then he's immediately like, that's what she told you. And then you could tell he's going to start to get angry. So then Pinkwig realizes that they've overstepped their bounds and possibly gotten Emily into a little trouble. And now she's getting loud saying, Emily didn't tell us anything. She's like, who are you? And why are you here? And it was just, she was like, or no, she's like, all I want to, she's, you're married to one of my best friends and we just want to know who are you? Why are you here? And you can't give that to me. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, this is beautiful. My favorite thing about Greenwig, and I mentioned this at the very beginning when we started, but she would go, so she would stir the pot and then she'd be like, what chill, dude? <laughs> Like after he would react to it. And oh. so she, at one point when they're going back and forth on the platter conversation, which again was so oh. mind numbing. And then he goes, but I took the, pl- I, no, I didn't put them on platters, but I took everything out of the oven. And then she was, dude, you're getting stuck in like the details of this. And <laughs> we know yeah. you guys are, you guys right. are the ones that brought this up and he's just telling you what happened. I mean, it was, I know. they listen, just wrong messengers. I, you know, probably very so sweet true. girls. Wrong messengers. Um, so true. I'm surprised his head didn't explode and send that wig, <laughs> that yellow wig into fucking parts of the city that don't even exist. I mean, as much as he is not my favorite person, he handled it better than I'm than I would have thought he would have. Totally. I mean, even one of them basically said when he said, I'm trying to get there, and um, and one of they basically told him he isn't capable and and he's like, so I should just quit. Cause I'm not there now. And they just were all over the place. I mean, it was like a cartoon. It was like well, a cartoon. It really was. I think like one of the last lines and I, I don't, I think it was green wig. Cause at this point I think pink wig had just blown her wad. You know, <laughs> I think I mean, she left it all out in the field. And then green wig was like, you just seem super resistant to everything. <laughs> It was kind of a perfect bow, you know? It well, it was so funny. I thought, well, I would be resistant to this conversation, oh, too, just yeah. in yeah. his defense. And obviously, when they went back inside and everyone left, Emily went, and then my friends, and she made yeah, she, that face. Her, facial ex- <laughs> her facial expressions kill me. So I think they must have come in sent some texts going sos yeah <laughs> code red yeah yeah they came in hot off the press and they went we and they probably weren't making any sense relaying to her what they talked about mm. so mm-hmm. i think she went oh no what happened out there because she even said i'm sorry i don't I, even though i wasn't there and then on after party she said she was happy to finally see it because she hadn't seen it she'd only heard about it i would have liked to have heard more of her opinion on what happened with her yeah. friends. I they didn't do that. I mean, Lauren talked about how she could see that that like Brennan's um, side a Brennan's little reaction. Bit. Yeah, Brennan's yeah. side a little bit, but she thought his reactions were out of pocket again. Considering what we saw with the do you know how to have fun comment, yeah. the way that turned him, I did think that uh he practiced he, he, I don't know. I just he showed some real co- restraint for sure. For me, yeah, because yeah. for me, I would have been like, I, I would have turned into fully full bully Billy Bob Thornton in Bad <laughs> Santa, and I would have been like, God damn it, are you fucking with me? Because I could <laughs> um, not, yeah, figure out what they're other than realizing that Amy, that Emily isn't happy. So I, I honestly feel like Brennan 
the fact that the girls came came at him, if you will, which he was right about. They they went in hot, but the fact that they went in with like things that made it clear that Emily had told them, I think that was a little problematic, you know, obviously. And when Emily apologized and stuff, and she was like, "Listen, my friends really care about me. Sorry that you had experienced that, but you know, just trying to kind of defend her friends a little, but also acknowledge that maybe it, it was a little much, and he didn't." deserve to go through that. But then he says the same shit at the end where he's like, well, yeah, you know, I was just, you know, standing up for myself and our marriage. I'd be like, no, you weren't. You didn't I, you, you, like, shut up. Yeah. Shut you're up. not, you, you were being, you were standing, you were being, you were annoyed rightfully. So, okay. Yeah. Because if those two had looked at me and said, Brennan, <laughs> listen, who are you? Why are you here? I, for sure, would have just mm-hmm. gotten up, walked out the front door. Actually, I probably just would have jumped off the balcony, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. and just, just, just assumed that Hope my for ankles the best. would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I could patch up whatever happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have just, I would have just texted the producers. I would have just been like, I'll, I just can't. That was, yeah, what it, you know. Um, and nobody would have really blamed him. I don't think just, just for that part, but, um, but no, he's not standing up for the marriage. So I think that he found an opportunity to get on a high horse and that's probably what annoys me the most that these girls Mm -hmm. were the wrong messengers because now he can be like, use that. Yeah. Remember when your friends were, but. He did say that he appreciated that she was being supportive of him in the moment and that he was, she was, she had his back, which she did. I mean, she didn't mm-hmm. really know. And she was going off of just what he was telling her. But probably, I would say if those two came in at all, the way they were talking to him and related to her, she probably would have been like, oh my, oh my God. She, she was probably like, oh, oh fuck. Oh, fuck. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh fuckity fuck you too. Well, yeah. Was it also like, was, do you think that was part of the reason why they weren't at the wedding? You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like, I don't mean, cause I'm probably a friend that maybe wouldn't get invited to a wedding at a certain time of my life where they'd be like, you know what? She can come to the after party or whatever, you know, where maybe it's like that. Maybe Emily had a little uh, foresight to think that. They they look like they're a lot of fun, but the kind of fun that could ruin a wedding, yeah, yeah, and possibly and possibly a marriage, Um, right, right, yeah. Okay, well, they were fun. Um, I'm grateful for them for this episode because they brought me some laughs. That's me, much me too. I want also want that pink wig. I want to own that pink wig. I just think it's, I think it's part of, it's a personality that I could really enjoy. So you, I'm going to look for get, it on you Amazon. You could get behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I have a lot more to say. Oh, and I want to talk about how like Claire said that one of her fr- her friends, no, her oh, yeah. friends. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll get to that. We've kept you here long enough. We're going to go over to Patreon and we're going to keep going. More thoughts, exclusive bonus content on Patreon, $7 a month for weekly content and then also Sunday content, so twice a week. So you do the math. It's a great deal. We'd love to see you there. If not, um, if you can go hit us with a five-star review and say something quickly nice, a little atta girls, that's always a good way to support us if um, you're not able to join Patreon, things like that. So we love you. Thank you guys for being here. Either see you on Patreon or next Thursday. Bye. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?